Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight's show, we're taking dating offline into the real world. You know, that old school approach, meeting people in your daily life when you're not on your computer and you're not on your phone. I'm giving you the best tips for meeting your offline match and so much more on this episode of Sex with Emily. But first, everyone, thank you. Thank you for supporting the show and for listening to it. And I just got to ask you, have you sometimes felt like you're not so fresh? You know, down under. I created a solution with my partner, Tony, called Down Under Comfort. What is Down Under Comfort? It's a cream to a powder formula that helps you keep fresh and dry all day long, which means, you know, you'll always be ready for action. A lot of men, like you use talcum powder, you know, on your balls, you use it where places you sweat, chafing at the gym. It doesn't work. And it's not even good for you. Emily and Tony's Down Under Comfort is all natural ingredients, it's vegan, and it prevents sweat stains, chafing, and that not-so-fresh feeling. And you're probably thinking, I showered this morning, I'm clean, I'm ready to go, but guess what? Hygiene is the number one complaint for men and for women, and you just don't want to have to deal with that. You don't want to be that smelly guy or girl, and... (laughs) You know, some people like that kind of thing. But hey, you probably don't. And the other thing is that Men's Health just voted this as the number one product you didn't know you need, but you better get it. So if you like me and you like the show and you like everything that I recommend, because I don't ever tell you about anything that isn't good, even though I made this, I made this because I knew that you needed it. And I'm obsessed with it. And so will you be. Go to emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code EMILY for 20% off your order. That's emilyandtony.com. Use code EMILY. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. relationships and everything in between for more information go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts sign up for our mailing list which actually this is the month this is the time that you want to sign up for our mailing list if you haven't already i know a lot of you do get our newsletters and i'm very flattered that you all love them because they're actually a lot of people email me like you give good email because they're actually informative entertaining email blasts and these this month in particular coming up because y'all know it's the holiday season and I know you want to buy your partner something special so we'll be giving you our top gift guides for men and for women what they really want so check it out at sex with Emily sign up for that and you'll also get the biggest mistake you're making in bed if you're a man or a woman and then also we know coming up is Black Friday Cyber Monday all this stuff so I'll be sending you some really good deals gift buying all that stuff I don't want you guys to mess it up this holiday season and have your partner be pissed at you because that sucks. Uh, I'm here with Menace today. What up, Menace? How you doing? I I'm was good. spinning around in my chair. I know. It was really cute. Uh, you were like, sorry about that. No, I used to do that too. So in my dad's office, <laughs> I used to go and spin around in the chair, but I get really dizzy. Oh, no. So what is going on? We uh, recorded a podcast not too long ago. Right. And I haven't seen you before that. I know. We talked a little about a little bit about um, your dating life. Right. What the hell's going on well, with that? Well, it's good. It's kind of heating up, I have to say. I've it's heating I've, up now. Well, well, heating up, it doesn't mean that I'm boning. I think heating up means like, I always feel like it means like a sexual, but I'm meeting more people that I like that are interesting. I've been, I feel How like are you meeting people? I'm meeting people mostly offline, which is what the show's about. Mm-hmm. I since I moved here, I've met people mostly been through fix-ups because I'm so busy. My friends are like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got the best guy to fix you up with. Would That's you so see? weird. Do you ask or do no, they just tell you? No, I mean, actually, no. It's weird because it's old school. It's throwback. It's you know? so old school. And I did do my one Tinder date uh-huh. that I recorded live on the show. And sometimes I go on Tinder just for fun and I'll get mm-hmm. matches and then I forget to look. Yeah. But I really, I like... I like meeting people in real life because I feel like you, so I've been going out more, saying yes mm-hmm. to things, going to more parties, more, more stuff yeah. coming up. And I just feel like then you get to know someone. There's none of that BS mm-hmm. online dating, or like even just you meet someone online and then you create this whole image and then you're texting. I'm so freaking over texting. All these relationships I have, even if I meet them in person, 
after they just want to text all the time. And I know I get it. And I'm not saying that I want to have an hour long phone call, but mm-hmm. do you know how much time I've wasted in my life? Just like trying to decide where to eat for dinner. And you're texting about it for an hour when you can just pick up the phone and be like, do you like Chinese? I know, no. right? It makes me friggin' crazy. The worst is my sister does this to me because she's 22 years old <laughs> and uh, I'll call her and then she'll, she won't pick up the phone. She'll text me back. She's like, what's up? What's up? I just called you, so call me back. Like, right. you know? Right. I want to talk to you on the phone and just get this over with and not have this texting conversation for an hour when right. I can have a five-minute conversation. And you does know? she call you then? Yeah. I've been doing that lately to people, too. It, exactly. It works. Just because pick up the phone. Your phone's not going to explode. No. Like, if you don't know the number, guess what? You're not going to die if you pick up the phone. No, you will not <laughs> die. And, and here's the thing is that I feel like some kids, some younger, like 21, 22, mm-hmm. I've heard they don't even set up their voicemail. Oh, I don't set up my voicemail. Right, either, but though. still, I get it. I probably shouldn't either because who wants to listen to messages? But like, it's it's not even an option. Like, mm-hmm. don't call, don't leave a message, just text. Uh, yeah. But that is like, what about human connection? This is how you get to know if you have chemistry and if you mm-hmm. like somebody, if you drive with somebody. And so that is the problem for me. Not like not. I'm not saying I won't online date and diversify because I will. But I just think it's been interesting lately, which is what inspired me for the show. Is that there is just so much of this like we're all buried in our computers. Like, and it's not even about a traditional dating site anymore. Mm-hmm. More. It's about like, oh, this cute guy liked my photo on Instagram. So I'm going to stalk him and see who it is or Facebook. Now, I know you probably have um, some stories about where's like the weirdest place you think you've met somebody that you've hung out with for a while. That's a great question. We just did it. Didn't we just ask people this online about where the weirdest place? Yeah, but people? I'm asking, asking you. Me, the weirdest place I've met somebody That's ever. That's why I'm here because I ask you all the questions. No, okay. The weirdest place <laughs> I've met somebody in real life that I actually liked or just met. Yeah, dated. just like, oh, we met somewhere. I, at the while car, you, okay. car wash. At the car wash? Yep. Buying a car once. Oh, buying, buying a couch a on Craigslist. I bought a couch on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up dating the guy and sleeping with him. What? And I'm excited because I actually need a new couch. And I'm not going to call him because he obviously isn't selling <laughs> yeah, yeah. one anymore. But maybe there'll be options So there. you bought a couch off some dude. So you've hooked up off Craigslist. Kind of. Indirectly. I mean, not I did a casual it. encounter. No, and it wasn't thing. that night. It wasn't like, let's test out the couch, buddy. Uh-huh. Let's take your couch for a test drive. It wow. wasn't like that. Yeah. That was that was kind of weird because I wasn't expecting it and I wasn't mm-hmm. even didn't even look that cute. But that was still online. <laughs> I need offline. So the car well, wash. Well, he came to my house and I saw yeah, him. Yeah, but. So the car wash, I was, wait, first of all, okay, let's, I know we're always comparing LA, San Francisco, mm-hmm. which could be boring for people, but like San Francisco, which I think it's actually fascinating. Mm-hmm. Not this part is particularly fascinating, but San Francisco had one car wash or two. Like, and it wasn't yeah. a big deal if your car was dirty and no one cared. But here it's like, there's a car wash in every corner. There's mm-hmm. a Botox salon in every corner. There's a hair salon. There's a tanning salon. It's all about your image and keeping everything beautiful. So when you freaking go to the car wash here, it takes like an hour. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's insane, right? Yeah. So I was waiting for the car wash for get my car washed, my cute little car that I love. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there was a bunch of people there. We all started talking and there was this one like really cute guy. He had a cute dog. Started yeah. talking to him. And then he was like, hey, so what do you do? Okay, this is my biggest problem. What do I, when people say, what do you do? I just, especially in LA, because everyone's in mm-hmm. entertainment, I just don't want to talk about it sometimes. Just say you're a podcaster. Yeah, That's but it. then like, what's it about? How can I find it? But I do. You're right. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I always, I'm always like, here's the moment. I'm like, sex with Emily. And then it's like, mm-hmm. boom. Do they want my number because they think I'm, mm-hmm. they're going to bone me? Do they want my number because whatever? Or just because, you know. But yeah. it was a great conversation. And we went out. We had like two dates. I like them so far. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. It was a car wash. What about yeah, you? It was so weird. No, but going back to the car thing though, like people in Los Angeles, all they do is drive, right? Yeah. So they, they'll live in the dumpiest apartment, but they'll have like the nicest car. It's so true. It's crazy. Like they don't care about the car. A perfect, ex- uh, about where they live. Perfect example is, um, if you, you know, I love all the reality shows. So anybody that watches them, they have the Vanderpump rules, her show which is on Bravo. Right. And she like oversees all these people that work at her restaurant. Right. And all these people that work at a restaurant, like don't have really nice apartments. Okay. I'm not talking down to them about that, but they have super nice cars, right? Like right. convertibles and like, and they BMWs show their apartments. And, so you know, yeah. So you know, right. And it's funny cause this past, uh, one of these past episodes that I watched their argument, like these two guys were arguing. I mean, like, they were fighting because like they used to date the same girl, of but but the art the whole like fist fight started because one guy was talking crap about another guy's car, like really like, like what like your car so two thousand twelve you need two thousand fifteen yeah like 
do people like actually yeah. fight over that? And they do here. They it's do. Crazy. It's crazy. And I've never been to any other part of the country where like, I, you know, people take pride. I, you know, I've been through the Midwest and hang, hung out with people and like, oh, my truck, you know, gets, you know, all this horsepower and crap like that. They, they, they love it and they work on it, but not like if they don't use it as like a status symbol exactly. like they do in Los Angeles. They do. You know? And it's true. Everyone's got like a Porsche, a Mercedes, mm -hmm. a BMW, yeah. a Land Rover, a Range Rover. And I go, F you, dude. I'm I'm rocking a Prius because I'm going to get 51 miles to the exactly. gallon. You know? Right. I don't care because you're going to be broke as hell all the time. You're not even going to have money to put into your Beamer. You know, but how sad gas. is it that they have to lease this car and they can't? They live in squalor, not yeah. squalor, but like little apartments. It's because insane they, because that's how people judge you here. And yeah. I even get to the point where if I don't get yeah, my but car like, washed, who do, you, who do you? Why do you even care though? Like, I really I don't, don't care. Honey, I don't. I give don't. A crap. You think but I like, care at this point? I'm saying that in general to people. Like, why do you even give a crap to impress some people that? like are impressed by your car like are those are the type of people that you even want to hang out with no people no. Like sometimes can't get past that they're like oh bad car i'm not like yeah. that but that's just how it is here it's a yeah. good times so and where else have i met somebody recently it's, oh i'm just trying to think and it's know, so funny because well you don't like it because of the distance like you don't like drive you it doesn't matter where you lived in los angeles or if you lived in san francisco if a guy lives too far yeah he's for out. you he lives too far right but here there's like uh even the area that you live in is kind of like a status, status symbol yeah. and it's funny because i i was moving to this area at like north hollywood and like apparently north hollywood before i moved here was like really hood and ghetto, right right and then so people are like, oh, you live there? And I'm going, what are you talking about? I live in an amazing apartment, brand new, you know? Right. And then I go to where they live, and it's like a dump. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, and you're like, I have a pool. I have a nice place. And yeah, you live like, in a dump because you get this 90210 or whatever. Zip code. Yeah, area code. It's so crazy. And then I'm sure like women and guys won't, won't date you just because of the area there, that you it's live true. in. It's true. It is true. But it was Not because of, they're like you because they're lazy and they no, don't want to like – drive this right i just don't want to drive but just because of you know the area that you live in as a status symbol this town is just everything that you think of but it's not everything that you guys see on television. no but it's not that everyone's like that you and i are good peeps i'm not going to judge someone where they live what do i care you know i yeah, really i, I never care. it doesn't even occur to me i don't even notice those things but yeah but if you're a crappy person if you're a crappy person and you're insecure and you, yeah and you live in a dump then i'm going to tell you that you live in a dump right, you but should. if you're a good person and you live in a dump. Like, I don't care. Have you been to my new place yet? You haven't. I haven't. It's been a year now. It's cool. You like <laughs> it, though. It's cute. It's a cute little cottage. It's not, like, amazing. And even my agent was like, you need to, now that you can't, like, you should move out of that place. Because, like, it's a guest house. But it's so, it's, like, private. So cute. what? Because that's what everyone's about. Like, where you live. Like, who cares? But it's a and nice one. You're and it's a private. woman. No guy cares where you live. I know. They're like, do you have a bed? You can live in a basement. It doesn't matter. Guys don't care about that. But they don't. You, I, I know. But why, But women here have all the nice cars, too. It's not just the guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking in general. Right. Guys don't care. I'm not they just sexist. Wanna, they don't care where you live. They just want to make sure your vagina. So what's working. up with okay. the uprise with uh, feminism lately? With like in the past, like, six, seven months. Give me an example. Just like. You know, if you make fun of a woman, then you're a sexist. Or, oh, you mean the whole slut shaming and yeah, and all that kind of stuff. I think it goes both ways. I mean, I think it's been around for a long time, but what but specifically? It's been really you, vocal. But what are you lately? referring to in particular right now? Just like any like uh, any type of story lately somehow ties into feminism and yeah. like shaming women well and stuff yeah there like is that. a whole like slut shaming women or women can't show their breasts here or there and why can men do this certain uh -huh. things and um I know it's a whole movement, like the whole bully movement, like the slut shaming, yeah. calling women sluts for it's doing certain super, things. Because every woman is very, not every woman, but a lot of women mm -hmm. are all about, like we've talked about yeah. selfies and being more provocative and people are judging them. And usually mm -hmm. it's other women who are judging other women. Oh, always. It's always. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just, you know, I think that people are trying to send a message that, hey, yeah, we're kumbaya, like, we're all in this together. But it's so crazy. It's just like, uh, I... Like, let's say a person is in a certain position and they're doing a crappy job, right? But lately, it's just like, if you even bag on them for doing a crappy job, if they're a woman, you're automatically a sexist. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. But, like, this has happened to you directly? No, I just see it, like, happening in media and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's, like, a resurgence of, like, feminism. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you know what? Uh, whatever. I guess I've always I don't been, care. like, a feminist. I don't really... 
Yeah, no, like, then I'm, I okay, I'm not knocking it. I'm just knocking the extreme over the top. You need to top. give me an example of what's particularly I need a happening. good one. Look uh, it up while I, while I tell you guys a I few just things. need to... Okay, also, I want to say Menace brought up a really good point. This is a few months ago that if you guys like our show and you listen to it and you're happy with it, I would love for you, first of all, to subscribe on iTunes. So easy. You get two podcasts a week and review us on iTunes. Just review us. Five stars would be great or whatever you want to say. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Um, also, we have a poll, uh, a little 10-question poll. It's so easy, and it's going to be on our website and our newsletter and really need your help answering those questions. So um, sign up for my newsletter. It's uh, sexwithelmy.com. And I won't like sell or barter your email address. I'll just send you really hot information that'll help you have better sex because <laughs> that's what you want. And uh, I know that's what you want. And also follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which is mm-hmm. Sex with Emily across the board. And you can also call into my shows now on Thursday nights, Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Watch, listen live, sexwithemily.com. It's through Ustream. And it's a pretty good time because you mm-hmm. can see what's happening here in the studio, which is really, really exciting all the time. And as always, you can always send us your questions. I love hearing from you at feedback at sexwithemily.com. So what right. today's show, oh, you found something? I found something. Okay. It, I just Googled feminism and then news. Okay. What would you get? So, uh, I mean, I know that there's been stuff, but I want to know what you're I just, talking to before yeah. I go off on a rant. Yeah. No. Uh, so did you hear about uh, how a satellite landed on a comet? Did you hear about that? Yes. You did hear yes. about it. Okay, so a satellite landed on a comet 4 billion miles away from Earth. 4 billion with a B. B. And it took 10 years to get there. And the guy that did it and worked on the whole thing uh, had to do a press conference after. And he just happened to be wearing a shirt that a friend gave him. And the shirt was just like, the whole shirt was just like sexy women like uh like look like they're fifties like pinup girls type right. thing, right? Okay. Not nude, nothing. And the whole the whole thing got taken away. Like this guy's been working on this project for ten years and all focused on his shirt, on how his shirt was sexist. Because it was so inappropriate it because was, here he's doing this great thing and they're like, why was it it's not saying, nude? It's just No, it's not nude. It was like here. I'll show it to you right here. Okay. Like look at that. Oh yeah. I saw this guy's shirt. Okay, so Whatever. He's a cool guy. It's just, they're not even new. They're just women. They're just women. So people just couldn't even talk about his 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 mission that he completed. Yeah. And then so they ragged on him so much that the guy was in tears, like sobbing, apologizing. Oh, my God, because he had no idea. He's like, I did this and, great thing. This is, and took away all of his, his fanfare. His 10-year, like, <laughs> project. I cry. And, and what's funny is, do you know who made the shirt for him? Who? His female friend. This is just but it's just the like, root of women's inequality. We've moved towards the vilification of individuals. Daniel, this is terrible. See, that's I, why I, like look people... Look at this guy with the beard who was crying. <laughs> he did this great for 10 years of his life. Yeah. You know, it's true. People can do one thing right now and it brings down your entire career. So who is complaining? Are they older women, younger women? Who are? Who, are? who knows? This, I always love where it says people are saying... Like who people the hell are, are the people? Who are the people? You we know? don't even get real news stories anymore. We don't even know what's no. true anymore. And um, it's all crap. And I just feel like we, the women, I understand like women, we've come definitely come a long way. And I don't think we're ever done fighting for female equality, especially when it comes to equal pay for equal work. But there's a lot of a lot of achievements that women have overcome, and mm-hmm. a lot of things. And that I think we, that this type of stuff takes away from it takes away from step it step backwards yeah absolutely like really we're, this guy just did this amazing scientific mission and we're focusing on his shirt and he has a dumb shirt who cares yeah exactly he well, doesn't people, have a bunch of nude women like just, giving fellatio on a shirt but i have a question for you do you think it's mm-hmm. just like that that whole um mob mentality that fear like that people are just kind of like jump on it like the, oh i hate yeah. that too and they want a part of it something of a movement like that was yeah offensive. i believe yeah so yeah i don't think it really has to do with i mean they're really that upset like someone brought it up like oh i can see that and now that everything is on display mm-hmm. like every you know you could now see a picture of his press conference but you could watch it live the pictures and someone yeah and then somewhere. you can comment it on fa- facebook endlessly you I mean, know i just hate that he cried after his big mission you <laughs> know i've no i've been, no i know it sucks. I'm, so, I'm going to sob right now. Um, but no, I, I agree. And I think that feminism has helped in a lot of ways, but sometimes it also, yeah. That's all I'm asking. No, and I know. But like, I know like some, some women might not even hear me and just think that I'm bagging on it and they're going to want to. I just think you like, choose your battles. Like, like, yeah. is that really a battle? This guy's a good guy. Is this is a battle that needs to be fought because you didn't like his goddamn shirt. Yeah. 
That's right? what I'm asking. It's not like he was wearing like bikini inspector or something yeah. with the guy. No, I was kidding. That, that's bad either. But that's that's yeah. what I'm just asking, you know? Yeah. That's all. No, I get it. It is it's a whole like bash against anti, mm-hmm. but there's always whatever. I'm just anti uh, yeah. anti-feminism like, like, really like, are we there now like i'm not anti-feminist no i'm saying like, but that's what everyone's saying that i just don't give it, backlash. i don't care like people should do whatever the hell like they equals. want you know? like, like, why don't we why don't we all just focus on the things that are important and choose your battles in life and not focus on things like that like this is a good freaking guy okay it's not a freaking rapist <laughs> i mean people relax okay like bill cosby sorry okay allegedly <laughs> so okay so we are going to talk about right. online date offline dating actually okay, because this is where online dating no it's it's cool, babe. I love you. Mm. <laughs> Online dating misses the mark. Some of the benefits of offline dating meets, mm-hmm. you know, m- remember like 10 years ago before everyone was online, like mm-hmm. the old meet someone at Whole Foods or meet someone at the car wash yeah. and how to date offline. Cause I think people forget it. It's not for everybody. And some people are getting fed up with it and people just don't want to be attached to their computers and their cell phones. It becomes obsessive all the time. So I think that people treat dating as like an either or situation, like either you're online dating or you're out in the real world, but you can't do both. Cause they're like, I've been online all day on OkCupid and Twitter, blah, 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 but I'm going to go out in the real world. And then I'm going to sit on my phone and check my OkCupid profile while I'm out where I could actually meet some people and then I'm going to take a selfie and you're missing the entire opportunity of actually meeting people in the real world I mean if online dating is your thing that's awesome I am not knocking it but that is not the only way you should be trying to meet people you should diversify because you could be online but you might meet someone really great when you're walking to the bus stop or when you're picking up your dry cleaning I've actually met someone at the dry cleaner in San Francisco so you never know so just put on your phones and and take a look around because this example, my friend was at this nice club. He's like, Emily, I don't know what to do. There's 10 hot women with a friend of his, like a friends of a friend. He's like, and they invited me to their table. It was like some club though, like a bottle service, annoying LA thing. But anyway, he said, and these women were all cute, but they were obs- like every 10 minutes, they were like, he's like, I was just watching them. They were like adjusting and retaking a selfie. But how, how are they meeting? I'm sure they're all single, pretty girls. Mm-hmm. They were. How are you going to meet someone? Really? You're not even paying attention. They don't, people are missing the real world opportunities that are in front of them. You know, like on the bus or mm-hmm. wherever. So I'm not, again, not saying you shouldn't date online because there are good points there. It allows you to meet people that you wouldn't normally meet. You might be more flexible online or you might say meet someone that would never come across your path. But there are some things you aren't getting from an mm-hmm. online dating app that you could be getting in person. And we're talking about... Like a real We're talking connection. about men and women. Like, right? we, have, we talked about this again for men years. Men like sure. Women think that guys can pick up the signs like that women are interested in them no they can't they can't at all they don't see it you think unless you're like naked and making out with them they guys cannot pick up (laughs) that you like them at all it's true but same you know? with women, though. I mean, okay, I know we talked about that study years mm-hmm. ago that showed that men actually can't read the cues, like there's something wrong with their, like, I don't know, their neural functioning or their mm-hmm. prefrontal cortex or who the hell knows. The way they read signs from women, they're like, they can't tell. And, but then there was another study that came out that women can't really tell either. So I think we're all kind of confused. And I think that we're not sure if someone likes us and we're all afraid of being vulnerable. And we mm-hmm. want to protect ourselves so we don't put ourselves out there. And all I'm saying is you don't have to walk up naked and throw yourself onto some guy. But if you see someone, just say hi. If you're at a bar, hey, what's going on? You guys having fun? Walk past their table or just whatever it is. Start practicing just by talking to people in public. Just saying hi. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I have a guy friend who's been going to yoga a lot because he's, you know, lives in yeah. LA. And he's like trying to take tone down his lifestyle. He used to be like a party Hollywood boy. And now he's like living in Venice and he's trying to like meet women, take yoga. Mm-hmm. Not, he's taking yoga for real because he likes it. But he's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, there's so many hot freaking women in yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? How do I meet them? And it was funny because I did a show a few weeks ago, which was really good with my friend Tommy Rosen. If you guys want to check it out, it's about like addiction and how we're all addicted to something. He's awesome. But he was saying, because he teaches yoga as well, that the best thing to do is if you go into yoga class and you put down your mat, just hi, hi, turn to your mm-hmm. left, say hi, turn to your right, say hi to the person next to you. That's it. Then you're like, hi. Like, they're, like that is like the easiest way. It's like look mm-hmm. at them in the eye. You're not saying, hi, I want to bang you, even though you might be thinking that. Just, hey. You know, there's, there's, because my friend was freaking out about like he approached this woman after class and then he said he was all stumbly and nervous. And it's like, don't overthink it. 
Just yeah. practice talking to people because dating and learning to talk to people is a muscle that we often don't exercise, especially if you're online now and you carefully craft your response to someone mm-hmm. and you could delete and rewrite it and edit. And now it's just like practice because you're always going to need those skills of real life communicating. Like that's not going away. It's not like we're all going to be like in a bubble in our houses with our cell phones and our computers and we're never going to meet people again. Like mm-hmm. the real life interactions is here to stay. So I'm going to give you some tips for that. But first, what? Not in... I know here's another thing really quick. You say like in Japan or something? No, I'm going to say in Los Angeles, I don't think a lot of people go outside their house. It's weird. But uh, and just a little quick side note. When people write emails to the show, I love if you still include like how where you're from. You know, because right. we always talk do that anymore. because we always talk about, oh, Los Angeles, San Francisco. I love hearing about other parts of the country and other parts of the world that are listening. So if you do email the show, say, hey, I'm listening from blah, blah, blah. That's great. Because I how, remember you said that a few years ago and yeah. we, everyone used to include it, but now they don't as much. I know. See, I and need we to also be around know, more often. I think, okay, here's another thing. Make it short and sweet if you can. It's easier mm-hmm. for us, but I know you want to provide details. Tell us where you're from. Tell us how you heard of the show and or, or both how you listen to the show. Yeah, like do you listen on an app? Do you listen on sexatemily.com? Do you right. listen through iTunes? I'm so curious. Kind of I just want to know. Because I don't want to, us, we were talking about being in a bubble, like being, oh, L.A., we're San so- Francisco, stuff like that. That love, just happens to be where we are. Yeah, love hearing and talking about the other yeah. parts of the world. It's true. It's fun. And also, you can also send me an email and we don't have to use your real name. If you're mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. need, please don't use my name, I won't use your name. I'll or change it from Bob to Chuck. Make up a name. Make like, up a name. I don't care. Or tweet the show, Sex with Emily. Yeah. And I Say, do hey. I do a live Twitter chat, 1230 to 1 mm. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays and I answer all your questions there. Sweet. It's at Sex with Emily and I'm at Sex with Emily on Instagram too. And, cool. And so are you at Menace, not your dad. At Menace. <laughs> um, okay. So, but first a little bit Sex in the News because I all actually right. really like this one. Niecy Nash says oral sex saves marriages. A BJ day keeps the divorce t- turning away. Do you know Nisi Natch? Okay, Nats? yes. Now I'm I'm uh, I'm reminded by the story. She's an American comedian, actress, yeah, producer. Was, thinks that she's got the key to make marriages last. She does. I <laughs> blowjobs. Yeah. Well, she said uh, she has a quote. Do you have the quote in there? Um, a BJ a day keeps the divorce turning away. Well, Stomach full. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Her book is called Chapter Three. I feel like she's, okay, I'll read you this whole paragraph. Okay. Um, and I say that, she says, BJ Day keeps the divorce turning away. I say that because I feel like men are profoundly simplistic, which is the reason I wanted to call my book what I used as a title of chapter three, which is Stomach Full, Penis Empty, A Woman's Guide to Happy Marriage. Yeah, full and empty. You think that's true? That. So I got to learn how to cook? I know how to give blowjobs, but I don't know how to cook, as you <laughs> I know. know. Fuck, I'm screwed. Okay. I know. That's cool. She continued, <laughs> keep keep him fed and drained. It sounds yeah. like a cow or something. <laughs> you have no problem. We are I, really more complicated than they are. And I think that women are more generous with oral sex because we nurture by nature. We want to be pleasing by nature. See? That's in our DNA. Finally, somebody that gets it. We are more complicated than they are. Men are so simple. Don't tell me that they're not. Dude, I say this all the time. Just give them a blowjob. But I I think that men are more complicated than they like to give out. I mean, maybe sexually, you would love a blowjob when you walk in the door. Yeah, but what do you mean? How's a man complicated? Explain. I think that some men, many men, maybe not you, but there are men who are more complex emotionally and have emotional. Babies, right? No, not babies, but they have like real feelings about things. And they communicate things that they need and they get their feelings hurt <laughs> and they mm. don't not express it which is why i always say you have to learn to communicate yeah. with your partner about everything not just mm-hmm. sex i bet when they were a kid they played games where there was no winner we're raising a society of pussies i'm sorry i agree, I agree with that in the way i you think know? that people every, every kid now is told that they're the best and they're the smartest and they're gonna do great and yeah there's no competition and i know and then when they they don't do well or they get rejected in real life then they freak out. They right. don't know what to do. They have a breakdown. Exactly. You know? It's so and true. It's oh, they, don't, they don't excel right away. They're not told mm-hmm. to keep going because their parents always coddled them and told them that everything was great and you'll be a star. Yeah. Right. It's all messed up. Um, and so what's so interesting, she says, is that women are more willing to have conversations about, do you want to get married? Where do you see this relationship going? Do you want to have children? Um, then we are to ask, what kind of sex do you like? What are you into there? She told the magazine. So she's saying the same thing I'm doing is that that conversation that a lot of people need to dive into. If you're going to be with someone for the rest of your life and they're failing to meet your sexual needs, needs, this is a great. If they're failing to meet your sexual needs in a relationship slash marriage, it's like doing a slow dance with death. 
We need to make sure we can get we meet right there in the middle. Because people get married and they do not talk about their sexual desires and needs and whatever. And it changes over time and they stop communicating and they're dying because they're not having sex. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're not, dying. And they certainly physically. aren't getting blowjobs. Okay, but first, um, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, this whole offline dating thing. But first, a word from our fabulous, amazing sponsors. Okay, Promescent will help you last longer in bed. Period. End of story. If you were with a partner and she just, you know, women take a little bit longer to orgasm. I know it's a pain. Men wish that women came in 30 seconds. I know. But they don't always. And men sometimes come a little longer than they like to. So Promescent is the only FDA approved treatment for premature ejaculation. Or if you just want to last longer in bed. You can now focus on your partner's body rather than thinking in your mind about all the things that are just baseball or whatever it is so you don't ejaculate. So if you don't want to get, if you get there faster than she you would like promescent helps you last twice as long urologists are recommending it it's the only fda approved treatment and it's a mild delay spray you put on your penis and doesn't transfer to your partner it's amazing go to promescent.com it's p-r-o-m-e-s-e-n-t.com also with the holidays coming up let's go shopping and you know that she might be telling you, I don't know what I want. Or he's saying, I don't know. But you know what everyone wants? More sex, okay? A little bit more sex if you're in a relationship. And how do you keep it interesting and how do you spice it up is by going to goodvibes.com. They carry all the only the best sex toy brands out there. They're all tried and tested and they're like body safe materials and they're the most the, the most innovative toys on the market. So if you go to sexwithelmy.com, click on the Good Vibes banner. I have a store and you'll see that Every product in there I have tried, trusted, and I recommend to you. There's stuff for couples, like the WeVibe Plus is a great gift for the holidays because you can, it's a remote-controlled vibrator that you wear during sex, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one called Blue Motion. It has an app. There's all these tech, like techie mm-hmm. ones that, like, if you're in a long-distance relationship, it's like vibrating panties, and you, you could be in Chicago, and I'm here in LA, and you could be vibrating my panties when I'm out with my girlfriends. For See, finally. See, I was so ahead of my time. I know it's really cool, right? Yeah, I know. We the talked about this. Technology is finally here. But you also wanted to make a toy called the dump truck. So, well, still that one be the has not. One seller. That has not. I'm flown just yet. the the scientists in Japan and just can't keep it from catching on fire. I know. But the thing is, um, technology. Go back to that. Self-driving cars, I was just thinking about this when I was in Vegas uh, not too long ago. And I was talking with a group of friends, and Tesla is going to have a self-driving car. There's like Audi and a bunch of other car manufacturers. Imagine this. You're driving from L.A. to Las Vegas on the freeway. You could be having sex in the back seat. I know. We talk about it. I don't trust that at all. I'd be so nervous. Because there could be a technical glitch, just like my friggin' iPhone right now keeps calling FaceTime <laughs> and three people at once that I don't even want to talk to that I hate. Yeah. Like the most random people I FaceTime. Like, yeah, but I mean they'll get it. They'll get it down eventually, you know. Yeah, but, but I don't want to be in the first round. I don't want right. to go like go off the road having sex into a ditch on the way like, to Vegas with some dude with like his <laughs> penis in my mouth, like bite it off because the car went off the road. But I like the concept. And my biggest this dream is if I ever here. get really wealthy, if I make a lot of money, I want a driver because I hate driving. Mm-hmm. So I would want a car that drives. I get it, but I don't trust it yet. Yes. Um, and you go to Vegas all the time, so it would be good for you. And you can get blowjobs the whole way. And I, I wish great. that for you in your future. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I would love to get a driver too. I know. Wouldn't it be awesome? Well, Uber. Uber is like America's driver now. Yeah. I. Um, but my, my dream is... <laughs> let's say... <laughs> to if be I with I w- me every day. To be with you every day. If I won the... If I won the lotto, I wouldn't quit like doing morning radio because I love morning I radio. But my dream would be like to have a driver like Howard Stern and just like sleep in the back seat until I got to the radio I know. station I know. instead of driving there. That would be amazing. And he's only doing like three shows a week now. I heard too Howard Stern. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The guy's earned it. Like <sighs> people say, oh, he only does three shows a know, week, and like, he's dude. he's doing. Oh, he's always on vacation. So what? The guy and like has earned his way 60s there. So and everyone doing it for can, forty years. Everyone chill. Everyone can suck his dick. I know. I can't <laughs> wait talking to me. I like suck my dick. I've been <laughs> yeah. doing two thousand freaking podcasts. Yeah, people. come on. Um, we've been doing this a long time. Honestly. Yeah, we have. I love you. I just want to thank you. you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, so offline dating. It's funny mm-hmm. though because even when we started the show. We used to talk about this all the time. This was like a top topic. I was thinking about this. Was that like 
just say hi to everyone you meet. Like I said earlier, like meet every opportunity, every time you go out is a chance to meet someone. And then it just has been so focused on like Tinder and Facebook and everyone meets online now and three out of five marriages start online. There's this new one called I'm, the, I'm going old school. Yeah, there's this new one called The Grade. Have you heard about it? No. It just like launched like two days ago. What's The Grade? The Grade is supposed to like help weed out the, the creeps. So if a guy gets rejected a certain amount of times, he gets banned from using the service. Really? Like if he yeah. sends like a weird message or something? Yeah. So if he, if he's uh, sending like dick pics and stuff like that, then he'll get banned from the service. Okay. And just a dating service? Yeah. But, so or if he just creeps. gets, let's say if he has a normal profile and he just keeps on getting rejected because, and he's trying to like hook up with chicks. It goes both ways. So too, the, women so the too. app is like, oh, he hasn't gotten any play. Or he's out. Yeah. He's done. It's harsh. It's, yeah. They call it the harshest app out there. That but, is. Yeah. But it's kind but of a good way to. We're talking about offline stuff. Here's we're talking about meeting at bowling alleys. Well, here's a study that came out and it <laughs> says that more readers reported finding this was from who is this was from CNN, I think. More readers reported finding their. This was in the study, but from CNN, I think more people, readers of the stuff, people who took the poll, reported finding their prospective partners through friends or family than any other method. So 70% met through friends and family, 61% online dating, which is still significant, 61% met at bars, uh, 45% at work, 11% other. So I think that it's really interesting. And then what is it? 11% says meetup groups and 8.5% social media. So mm-hmm. I guess that that's a pretty big that's a pretty big stretch for for online, uh-huh. but seventy percent through friends and family. And honestly, I do believe the thing about online dating that 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 is makes me a little ang- nervous sometimes is that I'm glad there's a creeper app out there is because there you have no context for someone. You just some online, and usually mm-hmm. if you you know if it's through a friend or family or whatever, you, you know that this person can be back. Oh, I like menace. He fixed me up with this guy. So he must be good. And there's no context. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that meeting through friends and family, it's like, I think friends through family and then through work, if you can handle it, but work can be tricky, but yeah, I've work totally done be, it. Yeah. I mean, don't pick somebody that's like side by side with you, but like maybe somebody in the building or something like that. You mean like that's not in your department maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And not your, boss or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or your assistant that can be bad for you totally okay but at least you know if you work there you know you have common interests and right. stuff that's like that true. but then the problem and is when not, you break up yeah and also like do it in a in a workplace where it's not it can be your your life career you know like if you're working if you're both working at i don't know let's say fries electronics okay like okay, out of college i don't know they fries electronics right. throughout the country but right. place where they sell televisions right and uh, maybe that might be a good place to meet somebody because you, you're hopefully you're not going to want to work there for the rest of your life. Okay, you're going to want to do something might, else. But yeah, some people do. They make it a career <laughs> We're choice. If a transitional career. Yeah, right. That'd be a great place to right. meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. But when you're younger, you don't know. Like even if you work in a restaurant, and it's like always mm-hmm. drama. Like someone's sleeping with the bartender or whatever. Well, I heard restaurants like everyone's sleeping everyone. With I mean, in college, <laughs> yeah. I was a cocktail waitress for years, and I was sleeping with the bartender. But I only slept with him, not the other bartenders, which I'm quite proud of. Um, but yeah, I guess you can meet someone at work. But here's mm-hmm. the deal. So it's as simple as making eye contact and flashing a smile or knowing when to back off and when to stop talking so much. Mm-hmm. People have an easier time picking out an, emo- an emoticon to display the emotion they are feeling than, ra- than rather than showing it on their face. So this is a body language expert and founder of the nonverbal group. And he's talking about technology right now that people are like – Spending so much time crafting these messages and they don't even feel their emotions right now, but they can have like an emoticon to express it, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, for the last 10 years, he says, people have been really confident behind the keyboard of their computer. But when you see them in person, things are different. And now I was just talking about this the other day, okay. actually, with my girlfriend because they were talk- we're talking about some guy in uh, in radio and she would say, oh, yeah, he would like write emails. We'll talk about like business stuff like emails like crazy but when i saw him in person like he couldn't even say one word right be crazy, because he was socially you know? awkward yeah exactly and so a lot of people have you know and i think that that for people who are predisposed or to be socially mm-hmm. um challenged which a lot of people get anxious and they're nervous or social anxiety it's really really common mm-hmm. 
But I think people would overcome it more because they had no choice, right? We're in public, we're going apart, we're not online. And now everyone's, for these people especially, who are not as good at communicating, they're not getting the practice that they need because they are hiding behind, and so they're not growing in their skills. Mm -hmm. And if you don't challenge yourself, you do not change yourself. So um, that's just a great Yeah, if you're just outgoing these days, it is just crazy on like how people respond to that exactly you know? if you're not outgoing you mean in public yeah if you're right. just outgoing in public you, i mean i feel like people are like killing off their social skills all together by hiding behind their computer totally it's like it's gone so that's why i want to you guys to i want you to get it back if this resonates with you at all i'm going to give you some ways that you can actually get these skills if you've never had them and i think that also that people are thinking well i don't even need them or they're, they're the, the older you get and the more you mature and if, if this particular issue has been through you a long time that you're afraid of talking to women or men or just being out it's going to get it's it's going to exasperate exacerbate over time if you mm-hmm. don't deal with it so um so online dating is one tool that you could use but i think as a society there is still a real organic way to meet people like what we used to do. So, okay, where online dating misses the mark. This is how I kind of brought it down. So this is online dating. We can get very overwhelmed with choices and options. There's so many sites, so many apps, so many people, and it can become a full-time job and it's no longer fun or become an addiction, refreshing your Tinder. Da, da, da. Like I have friends who've been on match and they're like, you know, you know or any, okay, Cupid, it becomes an obsession mm-hmm. and you're connected to your computer and it's also we waste time and people mess up. Misrep- you waste time going on dates with bad people because or the wrong people because they mm-hmm. misrepresent themselves. We create this image of who the person is in our mind before we meet them and then people, you know, you meet in person, you're like, oh God, this, I just texted this person for three weeks and I met up with them and they're awful. So you're wasting your time rather than meeting someone in person where you're like, you can tell, not that, that person couldn't be a jerk, but at least you know if you've chemistry and you connect. Mm-hmm. And you've no point, like I said, you've no point of reference who they are at all if you meet online. I'm not bashing online. I'm just saying we're going to bring you to the to the other part. Yeah, because you can build yourself into whatever you want to be online. Absolutely. You can show a picture of t- 10 years ago mm-hmm. and online dates tend to be a little bit flakier. Yeah. Um, maybe just easier to flake online because there's no like there's no repercussions because it's just online. Um, it's also limiting because online dating you can sort by what you want and maybe you put in there I only want a guy who's this height or makes this much money yeah. but you might meet the man of your dreams and he doesn't have any of those things. What? <laughs> that no, height I or mean, the money? I mean, what have you lied about on your online profile? I have not lied. I've never. I haven't really dated <laughs> online that much. I haven't lied. I, haven't I mean, lied. what do you put on your Tinder? Let me see your Tinder app. Oh, I didn't put, really put anything on it. I Let put, me see it. Oh, gosh. Okay. I, I put, um, in, okay, I'll tell you what I put. All right. It's very easy. You know how it <laughs> oh, says, you don't even want to you know how it says tell yourself uh-huh. in 500 words or less? Yeah. I put in 500 words or less, I couldn't even explain to you what I'm about or something, which I thought was fine. Wait, what did I write? Are you really going to look at my Tinder right now? Yeah, I want to see. Don't edit it no, right now. I'm Why not, are you taking dude, so long? I don't even know how to edit. I'm just trying to find Tinder. Um. I don't want you to look at my Tinder now because you're going to be mean about it. I'll show you after. Okay. Okay, So also we have false expectations. Um, Again, we think this person is great based on their profile. And here's another rule, though, if you you are dating online, do not text the person for weeks on end before meeting them. I say like a week and under is when you should meet and don't keep texting and learning all this stuff about them up to the date because then you're not practicing. Then you show up for the date. You're like, oh, so you went to school Uh, here and your parents are such a bore. It's fun being on a new date and meeting new things. About just people. learning, yeah. And just learning and growing. Um, so that's that. And then also, uh, okay, you might miss out on, so, oh, premature, that's what I'm talking about. Premature escalation is a, cur- a term that I coined for mm-hmm. the New York Post because they were telling me, like, do you think that people spend too much time, like, communicating with people they don't even know? And I said, yes, absolutely. It's like a premature escalation. You start to like really get into this person and you might even start sexting before the first date and you just got to stop it, meet him in person, don't waste your time and see if you like him or not. I know, right? Like people are already sending like, like dick pics. Dicks pics. Don't send me a dick pic. Before even meeting a person. I know. It's insane. It's insane. Okay, so here's some of the benefits of <laughs> offline dating. I know they do this. Sorry, when I think about dick, dick pics, you think of what? Reason. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, all my dick pics. No, uh, so we... On the radio show that I do in the morning in Los Angeles, we do a thing, uh, a Craigslist segment. It's called Craigslist Freak of the Week. And I always have to, like, look through all the ads, look for the craziest ads online, and then we read them on the air. Oh, of d- online dating? Yeah. Okay. And, and all these profiles are so ridiculous because 
you'll see one like, oh, I'm really trying to find the love of my life. I really just want a sweet girl. And then just dick pic. Like <laughs> The guy just sends a dick pic? Well, there's like, on, there's a profile and it's like, oh, this guy is actually really cool. He's like, I really want to find somebody and have a like deep, passionate relationship with. And then at the, at the bottom, they're just a dick pic. I know, exactly. Like, why? I don't know. I some, hate it. Some, I think they just think, I don't know. I don't know who those men are. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're like. I just found That's the, some kind one of the affirmation. Other, what happened? It's like diaper fantasy and yeah, all well, there's a lot of that stuff. Crazy. There's fetish sites for that. You can go to a fet life <laughs> if you're into uh-huh. that sort of thing. But we probably well, we're trying. Doing. It's funny because nowadays, like, we're trying so hard right now to do a show about online, offline dating, but it's so hard to even have this conversation without going back to online. I know. That's why I'm going to give know? you little tips here. So right. because offline dating in real life, what you see is what you get. There's no surprises mm-hmm. in the yeah. physical department. It's not 10, 15 pounds ago that this person mm-hmm. posted their picture. Um, there's less opportunity for someone to misrepresent themselves. You're not going to be wasting your time as much because you actually get to meet someone and know if you have chemistry. Because chemistry, yeah. no matter, he could have great punctuation and spelling or she mm-hmm. and you could be like so into their words and what they're writing you and they could seem amazing but when you meet them in person if there's no chemistry it doesn't matter how great uh-huh. he smells or whatever it is that turned you on in the first place and then nothing like sorry going back no, to, go, yeah going back to online real quick <laughs> is don't don't try to hide yourself like if you're overweight i'm overweight been overweight for like a couple years right and if you try to hide that online, you're never going to really find a good quality person to hang out with because so just show your full beauty. Just, just show yourself like who cares. And then finally that will just weed out all the people that, you know what? Don't really want to know you for, for you. They just like, Oh, it's a, Oh, uh, he's a fat guy. I'm, right. I'm not interested. Well, you know what? I'm not interested in chicks that just right. want to be with someone who wants. To yeah, be I want to be somebody that's like super cool and like to hang out with and right. stuff like that. And it goes vice versa. It's like guys are like, oh, I'm, I'm not as attractive as a, you know, who effing cares? You know, just show yourself and don't hide behind. And then when you cat do it in photos person, or exactly. photos of like the sunset or group <laughs> shots, like or. F- photos from like 15 years ago you got to get over that if you really like are online trying to find somebody exactly like show your true self and you will you'll find somebody and then but it goes back to in person in person you You don't people yeah outside your comfort zone it's true it's like if a person is talking to you then then you're like oh my god i'm showing my true self what i really look like and this person and is my having personality. A co- yeah. And they and, might not have picked your picture. Yeah. And I'm, ha- and I'm actually having a real life conversation with this person. And then you're like, wow, they're really interested into me. And that's way more satisfying than lying to them for weeks on end. And then finally saying, oh, by the way, you know, right. I'm a hundred pounds so this is, right. heavier than I really am. Exactly. You know? Yes. Okay. So also when you date offline, it extends your social network because you can meet new people. Like I said, outside your comfort zone, it gives you challenges yourself to grow because if you're hiding on your computer, you are not growing with Netflix and dating apps. People just don't go out. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch Netflix. I'm going to do online dating. So if you force yourself to go out, like I always say, say yes. To, if you're in a slump right now and you haven't met anyone, say yes to every single invite you get for the next 30, for the next 30 days. No matter yeah. what happens, just say yes. That was like my misadvised thing. But it was true. I said yes to everything. Yeah. And then there was even the, the movie about it. Someone uh, said that. What was the movie? Yeah. Yes, man. Yes, man. Okay. See, I with, made that up first, didn't I? With Jim Carrey. Oh, was that out first? And he ended up with Zoe Deschanel. So that's exactly. kind of cool. Exactly. You could be end up with Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> also, you get better communication skills because people with poor communication skills mm-hmm. tend to hide behind online dating they never have to develop the ability to actually talk to someone mm-hmm. and it's easier to stand out so with online dating there's just way too many options and if you get out there for every great guy or girl is about 500 dollars, you know 500 others that might just be like a few mm-hmm. swipes away but if you're out in public you can make a lasting impression and you can show who you are and that's what you're about and so it's not just reserved for the nighttime i think daytime is a great time to meet people like i know all these people are meeting in bars and i'm not saying mm-hmm. you're not gonna meet in bars but sometimes you can just meet people when you're you know on the street and you're walking to lunch in the same you know in your area Uh wherever you work and so you know whether you end up going with you know dating them or not it could just be like a new friend doesn't have to be your soulmate but you might meet friends of friends and so i just saying like do it during the day think of every opportunity that you're in public as an opportunity not just to meet someone you're going to bang next but it is an opportunity to make new friends new contacts new connections Mm -hmm. and if if 70 percent of people are meeting through friends and family if you're making more friends 
out there, you're more likely to meet someone. So, and then you can have like barbecues and stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, come to my barbecue. I love a good barbecue. I love a good barbecue. I, I would never get invited to barbecues here. What? I don't know. I would like to go. Are you having one soon? No, but I, uh, the comedian Ralphie May, if people know who he is, he sent uh, some steaks over. He sent me this like $150 steak. It was called the tomahawk steak, and it was delicious. Cooked it up on the grill. Well, my girlfriend did because she's she more did. of a man than I am. She is more of a man. She knows yeah. how to work the grill. <laughs> yeah. She like threw it on the grill and stuff like that. And it was delicious. But just like having a, a atmosphere of a ton of people around makes you more confident, you know, in speaking to exactly. people in real life. Exactly. I know it's a little tough when you're on your own and you're going and going to places, but you just got to be like. But eventually you meet people. You meet your people. Again, thing that I've been saying on the show for years you're not going to die if somebody doesn't want to talk to you. Nothing right. bad is going to happen to right. you. Just say hello. So just go say hello. How are you doing? Where are you from? Right. Hi, how are you doing? How's your day? Oh, where are you from? And then... There you go. And then hopefully, I think there's been a very rare occasion in my life where uh, somebody says, oh, I'm from here and I have nothing to say about right. that. Right, no, that's a good one. Or I've never been there. I hear it's nice or whatever. But yeah. usually you have been there. Like so. a little. No, or just like a little fact. Like you took history. You know, you know something about Vermont. You know something about Florida. You know, it's crazy. And they have gators. It's and always they, Florida and Texas. The craziest stuff happens in the world. You know, Florida, like that's always I'm telling you, it's always a good opener. Like, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? Yeah, like that's always not, from, not right. like. Like, oh, it's going to lead to, like, sexual acts and you're going to hook it's up with that gonna person. It's going to lead to a connection and then you're going to have you're practice gonna have skills. A, yeah, you're going to okay. have a conversation. So also, here's the thing. Let your friends do the work. So your married, practically married friends are an untapped resource because they want everyone to be married like them. Do you ever notice your married friends are like, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? That they want about their couples <laughs> to hang out with. Some of them lately know. They're like, they're effing They're like, don't miserable. get married. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, most of them are miserable. But if you get them at the beginning of their yeah. marriage when they're, they're not, like, oh, you I'm kidding. Do you're it. not all miserable. I know you guys are happily married. Uh, but basically, they have your best interest at heart. So they're like, they know a lot of single people. Mm -hmm. They might want to fix you up with them. So let your friends know, just like when you're looking for a job, like, hey, if you yeah. know anyone cool, and then maybe that next night they'll meet a single guy and they'll be like, hey, you're a single woman, and they'll fix you up. Yeah, I know like 50 50. Uh, with me with uh, friends that are married. What do you mean? They, they, Happy they or love not? it. They love it, or they're just like. But don't they go back and forth? Like they love it some days and they don't love it. Uh, I don't know. The ones that hate it have been pretty consistent, and it's not like they hate the person that they're with. They just don't like not having. What don't they like about it? They don't like being able to bang other women. No, it's not even the sexual thing. It's just like, oh, not being able to just go do what I want. Like I want to go home and I want to sleep, or right. I want to. Like, I want to go eat at this place. It's and always I don't like, want to form, perform cunnilingus for yeah, 25 Well, minutes. it's just always compromise. You know, when you're in a relationship, you always have to compromise. Everything. Like, everything. Like, the movie that I wanted to go see this weekend. I wanted to go see Interstellar. And my girlfriend wanted to see uh, Big Hero 6. So what do we end up seeing? Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6. Because I, you know, really... I don't really want to fight over something. Like, I'm not going right. to go crazy over it. But it, it was but it's always. Not that it was even annoying, but it's just like, it's just an example. Like when you are in a relationship, it's just compromise, compromise, right. compromise. And then when you're in a binding relationship, like a marriage, like, yeah, you, you better, can't even, really, yeah, you can't even get you it better right. compromise. And, and oh, and the people with kids, oh my God, they've been, they've been on a rampage telling me how much they hate the, hate well, how the, kids. Old are the kids. They hate the kids. Yeah. Oh my like God. Five. Well, it's challenging. I think it's, you know, people don't tell you that how, how difficult kids are going to be and talk mm -hmm. about your independence. When you're in a relationship, you do have to compromise. And when you have kids, like your whole life goes towards the kids. And mm -hmm. when you're single, and a lot of people are delaying marriage or staying single longer, mm. we're so used to being able to do whatever the hell we want whenever we want that we're yeah. like, really? Like, really? I got to take care of somebody else? Yeah, it's really hard. For I think. 18 years? I would think I had a dog. That was really hard. <laughs> um, also, see, so just some other tips to explore your interests. So get involved in an activity that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if it's like hiking or painting or freaking mm. wine tasting, creative writing, take that class, you know? Yeah. Do something that's a little bit different. Um, you can go, you can take a study mm. date if you take a class. You can like have a study date. Go find like-minded people with similar schedules mm. to yours and similar interests. And then afterwards, you can say, hey, you want to grab coffee after? I've had mm. a lot of guys like after yoga or after like class, like let's all mm. grab coffee. And it's well, so casual. Well, yoga guys are creepy, that's why. But no, but even after like classes I've taken, like let's get a coffee and it seems mm. sort of benign and like yeah. I don't know that he's hitting and it's cool. And sometimes I like him, sometimes mm -hmm. I don't but we become friends. And then also you want to put yourself out there. 
Yes. Online dating is safe, but taking the, taking the risk is half the fun. Online dating is not always safe, though. Open yourself up to the possibility of meeting someone. Just say hi. Treat every time you step outside an opportunity to meet someone. Every time you leave your house. You know? Taking your dog for a walk. Dog parks. It's a great way to meet people. Mm-hmm. Farmer's oh, yeah. market. Didn't you get picked up at the dog park all I did. The time? I did. I loved the dog park. Guys are just having those dogs just so they can meet chicks. It's so true. <laughs> I have so many, many guys in LA with like cute little dogs. I'm like, does that mm-hmm. get you laid all the time? They're like, every time. <laughs> so go to a dog park, bookstores, sporting events. Sporting events are great. If you're if you're a chicken to sports and you're like, like yeah. go to the sports bar on Monday night football, whenever the hell football season is. Is it now? It's now. It's I know my bar. friend. Uh, she's like the shyest person ever. Like doesn't like being around other people in public, but she's really into sports. So she went to a sports bar and uh, like her team was winning and she ended up making out with some guy at the bar. And she's like the shyest person. And what sucks is that she's so shy. Like when people meet her, they think this chick is a total bitch, you know, but she's not. She's just like. She was, it's like, drunk of, at the sports bar and hooked up with someone? Well, she had, like, a few drinks, and she's at the sports bar. She's, like, making out with the guy and, like, that meeting happens. people. It's it's fun, though. It is you fun. Know? Sports, like, you're again, sports. it's, like, common interest. I common don't know. interest. Exactly. Um, another thing I did in San Francisco was we used to have these single parties. Like, everyone, mm-hmm. all my friends would get together, like, bring the single guys, you mm-hmm. know? And they were really yeah. fun. We'd, like, meet at a bar, and eventually you'd hook up that's yeah. a really fun thing to do it's like we're all gonna mm-hmm. go out anyway yeah um and then like i said say yes to everyone and everything for the next mm-hmm. 30 days just say yes go out to things even if they're random you're like i'd never do that i'd rather sit uh-huh. home in front of netflix and try to find someone online just say yes and go to the whatever it is barbecue or the weird art event or whatever it is because the bottom mm-hmm. line no matter how great someone's like punctuation it mm-hmm. punctuation is or their writing skills or their ability to photoshop their photo mm-hmm. there's no way to tell for sure that you're going to have the thing with someone because it can turn a friendship into a lasting relationship or chemistry. You will not know until you meet them in person. Yeah. So and I'm just giving you some inspiration. Another thing, like going back to like people that listen to us all over the country, they don't maybe live in a major city. Maybe they're in the middle of nowhere in America, you know? If nothing's going on in your town, like take that trip on the weekend and go somewhere. Not to the, the plan like, oh, I'm going to go... And I'm going to find some chick and I'm going to get laid like three hours away from where I'm because you're setting yourself up for failure because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Just go and like experience talking to new people. Right. And, I, and I have to say that this is coming from like, I'm being honest. That I, you know, I was in San Francisco for a long time and I had mm-hmm. a lot of friends. I worked in a lot of different areas and I always kept up contacts. And I have to think about that. A lot of the, you know, my long lasting friendships and people I ended up dating were typically through people like friends of friends that I Mm. knew or they'd invite me to a party once a year and I'd meet someone there. So it is really good to expand your social network and stay in touch with people that you just meet once or even if it's like I've gone on blind dates with people and then became friends with them and Mm. that, you know, I'm just saying it's it's just good to practice those skills of of just you can have friends, you can be friends, men and women Mm. can be friends. I know you don't really think that, but they can be. Yeah. So if you go out with a guy and you're not crazy about him, maybe you'll be friends. Yeah, I don't think in like in their 20s they can be friends. But no, they maybe really later can't, on. right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I always could. But maybe I had more guy friends in my 30s, mm-hmm. maybe. Because everyone wants to bone you. But then they still do in your 30s. But then the, then if they have a girlfriend sometimes or slash boyfriend, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But then once they break, whatever. It's confusing. Okay, <laughs> the other thing is, okay, that's all we have time for. Oh, the other thing is we, we don't have any time. The other thing is, oh, we have no time. Okay. But great. I love you all. And yeah. I, I, I love everyone, my listeners and people for listening and for supporting the show for almost 10 years. Menace, mm. We have to do some big thing in 2015. We which do. Is actually I want to go with you away. to this, uh, the convention. The sex toy convention? Oh, AVN. No, the AVN. Yeah. Do you want always to? I always want to go to that. But the, another thing is, I. Mr. Skin? I might, have to, I might have to go with you this time because I was so pissed at you the last time you went. You barely took any photos or put them up on Instagram. So that this wasn't time, my fault. This time around, I, I uh, want to. My like, assistant lost her toilet, phone in the toilet the, <laughs> okay. the last day. This year, all right. For we'll, the third we'll, forget, time. We'll, we'll forget about it. We'll forget okay. about it. But this year, I want like see a bunch of photo galleries and all that kind Honey, of stuff. I, I want you to that's see. That's all I've ever wanted to. Instagram like crazy. Hey, see, you're dwelling on the past. I'm I talking know about because the future it pisses right me now. off that I didn't get to take. Yeah, I gave so the what? keynote. There's a new one. There's a, there's a new one this year. Don't bring year. up the darkness of the past. You're dwelling on the past right I'm now. Kidding. I'm trying to think about the future, so I can't wait to see all the photographs Will you come that you're taking to Vegas. 
Uh, it depends on when. It's like in January. January? Yeah. Yeah. Something. I'm spending New Year's there. Should I just stay? Yeah, totes. <laughs> I wish. I should spend the New Year's there too. Um, okay, Menace, I love you. Everyone can find Menace at Menace. Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter. Check out his show. Can they podcast it if they're not Yeah, here? the Woody show. It's on um, iHeart iTunes Radio or and iTunes. iHeart, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I love it's it. It's not really, it's not sexy. <laughs> Doesn't we matter. just talk about Not like everyone's pop. into sex like me. And yeah, you. we talk about like pop culture and stuff like no, that. No, people love pop culture. So if you want to know a lot about the Kardashians and oh, dude, you crap find your like dream that job. And... That's all you talk about. If you go back to our shows like two hundred shows ago, three hundred, that's we used to talk about the Kardashians a lot. Yeah. Now they're everyone talks about the Kardashians. Yeah, so we gotta talk about You were something cutting else. edge. Okay, um, thanks, Menace, and thank you everyone for listening and happy holidays coming up. Everyone keep checking remember to check out my um my go to my my website, I'm going to be having lots of gift guides there. Sign up for my mailing list, and you'll also get the biggest mistake you're making bed. Five biggest mistakes if you're a man or a woman. And I just love hearing from you all, and I hope you're all doing well. And thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening to the show. And I got one more thing to tell you that, you know, it's the holidays, and you might want to buy your partner a gift or yourself a gift because what is a better gift than the gift of masturbation? It After all, is sex with someone you love. And the Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men. And probably the only one you ever want. It's a male masturbation sleeve and it looks and feels like the real deal. And how cool would that be if you could have the pleasure of having sex anytime, even when you didn't have a partner? Because the Fleshlight simulates the sensations of having sex. It's a male masturbation sleeve. You don't have to use your hand as your only option. And it was engineered to look and feel like the real, real deal was actually invented by NASA. And it all feels amazing. People have mind-blowing orgasms and you will love it. So it fills your core sexual needs. You might even have a partner. She could use it on you. Sometimes she might not be into sex or he might not be into sex, whoever you're with, and you just use this flashlight. It feels a little different. People freaking freak out about it. And if I had a penis, I'd be using it all day long. So um, I want you all to check it out too. And for my special Sex with Emily listeners, you must go to sexwithemily.com, click on that fleshlight banner, and they are giving all my listeners, if you buy a fleshlight, you get their award-winning flesh lube, okay? Use coupon code Emily, get their flesh lube, but you got to go through my site and click on the fleshlight banner. Thanks everyone for listening. Love you.